0: I graduated with seventy six people.
1: I graduated with fifty-six people. Oh, where'd yeah. you go? Goebbels. Oh Gerbils? Goebbels? Goebbels. Like Joseph Goebbels? Goebbels, but it sounds very Is it spelled similar. that way? No. It's oh. G-O-B-L, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Goebbels, not gobles. I know but I just...
0: <laughs> If you mumble it, they sound exactly they right.
1: They do, they do. Usually you get a turkey joke. That sounds in there. like a thing yeah. that
2: like they would do.
1: Goebbels. No, no, like there's not like enough when diversity the, to like really, when, all the, <laughs> when all the
2: nazis moved to Argentina after the war, and <laughs> yes. <they> just, yeah. <laughs> no, it's pronounced Goebbels. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man,
1: I wasn't co you by the way, just small. Scale. No, it's
0: always like mm. so. Most of the time, when I tell people that I graduate, they're like what mm-hmm. and then they're like i graduated with 372 people or whatever so it's, like it's refreshing to have like <laughs> someone that's like no actually because my sister went to the the town over mm-hmm. and she graduated with 44.
1: Mm, that's that's small yeah all right i got plans at four o'clock okay kids. okay let's okay, do i'm this. sorry no,
0: sorry. we just really <sighs> sometimes i we really got
1: real, yeah like three hour deal
2: I
0: know. You're getting paid. It's fine.
2: I am on the clock, so. Yeah.
0: This is for work.
2: That's true. Yeah. You'd rather do this than deal with the rabble you have to out there, right? (laughs) Rabble. I I like the rabble. (laughs) They've become my people.
0: (laughs) I don't even really, I'm not going to lie, I don't know what you do.
1: I recruit individuals and place them into employment opportunities.
0: I used to do that. Yeah,
1: that's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. They call it talent placement, which is a little bit Ooh. ridiculous. Yeah.
0: That's yeah. an environmental Especially services technician. Yes, exactly. Yes. 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 <laughs> same yes. thing. It Why does a, everybody have to come up with fluffy names
1: Mostly for I try to find <laughs> homeless people jobs. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Which if they just said okay. that. Yeah. Which it's a Wouldn't coin flip
3: if they go. That sounds honest. more noble <laughs> than <something> <laughs> <US>. <laughs> it Like
0: a lot That better. sounds way better. <laughs> yes. Like if they just said that. <laughs> Casting light this is a podcast put on by guiding light um i'm debbie we have nick back again
1: hello <laughs>
0: <laughs> doug's behind the everything Hi. <laughs> and our guest today andy bob
3: nice to see you guys
0: That's nice to have you yeah
3: Thanks for being here, Annie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, anytime. Good to I'll see do, like, you. Anything regarding light. Like, anytime go. and always.
0: Careful. That is now on the record. Yeah, no, I was stuffing <laughs>
3: envelopes earlier. I'm out here now. We're ready to Yeah. They roped you in the envelope yeah, yeah. They're just
0: yeah. waiting for the podcast to start stuffing envelopes. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? There's, There's a job fine. for everybody. There
2: is. Yeah. <laughs> it's There's a uh, job for everybody. Yeah. Nick, you want to talk? <laughs> <laughs> <stuff>? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: shameless plugs oh, Here we are. shameless oh my gosh what are you doing these days
3: uh, so i am a gm of of two restaurant bakeries in the area of Wellley street bakery and hall street bakery so yeah. i kind of bounce in between those two all day every day and mm-hmm. put out fires where
0: Yeah. literal fires
3: no only once or twice on okay. end, but yeah, but you yeah about 50 employees underneath there that i manage or wrangle um,
0: yeah, herding calves yeah, a little bit, like yeah. getting everybody. But
3: no, it's uh, we're we're super busy. Business has been great, and mm-hmm. and for the most part, uh, we're good employees. So
0: yeah, <laughs> for the most part, yeah. There's always a little bit of that. Like I I worked retail for a long time yeah. at like a small store, in yeah. You're like it's 50 fifty fifty shots sometimes. Yeah, no,
3: yeah, 50 is is. I'll take 50 50 sometimes yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah yeah
0: sometimes the people surprise you though
3: no yeah i have been pleasantly surprised by some people some people that i'm hiring out of um just straightness that like yeah desperation <laughs> and i'm like this is i'm gonna regret this and then yeah they turn out to be great or two years later they're still with me and great and other yeah. people that are great interviewers just not great yeah. workers we used to but, talk about
0: that a lot because yeah. there was like I was never a manager because nobody wants me in charge of anything, <clears throat> but I would talk to the manager all the time. And like, I had a really weird habit of interrupting interviews a lot. Like <clears throat> it would just never fail. There was always like somebody would be in interviewing and I would just need something from the office or I would be leaving or whatever. And I would just interrupt without knowing. And every person that I interrupted their interview ended up being really good. And then one time they were like, yeah, I don't they uh, I don't know. And I was like, I interrupted their interview, yeah. so the odds are in their favor. Yeah. They didn't end up hiring them. I was very sad, but I was like, I don't know. This is also why I couldn't be manager. Just give them a shot.
3: Right. Yeah, <laughs> no, there, there, there is a little bit of that. And this place has kind of taught me that or like going through the program here, because when you first get here and like you start to see new people come through, you're like, oh, yeah. not a chance. Totally. Yeah. You're like, not a I was, chance. I was no one way. Of people, you're yeah. like, no way. Yeah. Or you could, you know for like as much as you try not to like
0: judge people. be that
3: person but first off just looking at them you're like ah they just don't have to, i just don't think this is <laughs> yeah. gonna work yeah right. and then you wait for like the first time they talk let alone the fact that you've just like willingly admitted yourself into, like, a four-month program, your world has probably come, just come crashing down before right. you came here. Right. So, like, everything's a mess. So anybody that comes in, like, too confident, too, you're like, yeah. I don't know about this person. Yeah. So, like, it's a lose-lose situation. Yeah. But uh, you do get pretty good at telling who's gonna stick and who's not. I yeah. mean, I'd, I'd say I shot pretty well from the field on that. But <laughs> Yeah. But, yeah, it's the same thing with employees, too, or just people in general. Like, uh, I've become a little bit more patient or understanding um, and give people a little bit more of a chance, I guess, before yeah. you just straight shut them down. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's just more fun to let people dig their own grave, you know what I oh, mean? God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah. uh I was talking with somebody earlier today at work, actually, and I was like, that's, like, my favorite thing to do is just, like, ask a question that I kind of already know the answer to yeah, and um, and just see where that tumbles or like how it like it's like a it's like a, a great call out of somebody but yeah. they're like doing it to yeah. themselves and you don't yeah, have like yeah, the guilt that yeah. you did it <laughs> yeah. but you definitely set them up to get to call it to call yeah. themselves yeah. out or something so like yeah that's that's pretty
2: fun but I, re, I remember I was in a when I was in the program here I was in a house meeting and Brian, who was the who's the direct who was the director of the recovery program, he asked somebody. So it was like, so, so how's your first week going here? And he, he was like, honestly, it's like a dream come true. And it's just like, dude, there's no way this is a dream yeah. come true for you to be in here right now, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, you do not come here and I'm like a nobody wants to be here. Yeah, you know.
1: I like when I, I vet employees you know, for employment opportunities, and one of the things I love to do is just really disarm them and ask really open-ended questions. And the things people will tell me, well, you should never tell anyone yeah. this. Like, especially yeah. someone you're employed, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, <laughs> oh yeah. like, you know he's, yeah you know have you ever had any deals with the criminal justice system you know and man I'm like
0: ooh. and they tell you all the times they yeah. didn't get this caught. isn't
1: on my record but let me tell you the worst thing yeah, I ever did in yeah. my life I'm like no yeah. <laughs> you that and I know this tell no one else yeah
0: <laughs> That's such a part of the employment coaching process too. You're like, okay, it was safe to tell me, and I'm glad you did. But these are things we're not going to tell our friends anymore. Like, no, the person I'm about to send you to meet with, don't talk about that.
1: Your coworkers on the factory floor, absolutely not.
3: (laughs) Well, that was weird when I first when I left here, or when I first I was still here trying to get a job and stuff like that. I, I was like, Well, I you know I'm gonna be real honest about Yeah, where I am. I don't need to give them the facts, even though like, some of my past stuff did deal directly with, like some stuff on my resume, like, Yeah, why were you only at this place for six months? Or when you're at these other places for so long? Or, you know, do you have any charges and like there was like an embezzlement charge because I was stealing from a job and stuff like that. I was like, Oh, all right. So you tell them the basics of why you don't yeah. preach the good stuff. Like, yes, that crap happened. But since then I'm doing this, yeah. I'm this much sober at the time and blah, blah, blah. But it was a, a weird, like game of like, chicken to see how much they wanted to know too. But yeah. without me like feeling like I was holding back information from them too or like them you know like finding out something later because they're gonna do a background check or whatever yeah. too so like that fine line in employment too are like how much do I need to tell them does it look good if I go above and beyond or like am I just hurting my cause at that yeah. point
0: sometimes it's hard to know that too. Yeah. Because I talk to a lot of people about that, like not only with employment, but like friends and you know, like coworkers and relationships and everything else. Like how much is too much? Yeah. Cause I've I'm an oversharer. Yeah. Like really hard. So sometimes like even I have to be like, oh, maybe that was too much. Maybe that was not a thing I needed to share with that person. But I don't know, you kind of figure it out. It's yeah. weird too how sometimes like you're maybe it was too much, but like it did end up working in your favor, kind of? like. So
3: I have um, uh, two other, two managers uh, that are with me that have become one of them I call, like, my work wife, and, like, they're just good, they're good people, good friends and everything. But uh, I have no lack of self-esteem, and I've kind of always had that, so, like, they get kind of sick of me talking that way or whatever. So, like, I found that's a good way to tone myself down or bring some humility into myself is sharing with those important people that may not know, like, straight up, I was like, buying like 99 cent crackers for a week straight at the gas station and stealing condiments so that I could eat for like two weeks, you know, like sharing like those like, Mm -hmm. well, debilitating things that (laughs) happened to me, but like it kind of humanizes you in a little bit too, rather than um, my big headedness that can kind of get in the way yeah. of like, uh, you know, being an open person. I think it becomes a little bit more endearing yeah. at a certain point. Um, but yeah, that's funny, because I, I would share all these stories with them like that. And then at a certain point, like, you know, one of the coolest things was they're like, you know, you're not that person anymore. You don't, you don't need to like, worry about that or preach about that or anything like that yeah. anymore. Like, you're good. You know, this is who you are now. So like that was a cool, like outside affirmation from somebody that like, maybe I do like, even though I think it's kind of funny and like use it in like a
2: humorous ways sometimes. Well, I do remember uh, when I got here and it must have been like, I think it was like my first week at Guiding Light. And then that was when you and like, um, a couple other people were celebrating your your one year. And I just remember, so, so I knew who I like, I knew of you and I knew who you were, and obviously I knew you had been once in the exact same spot that I was in right now. And then I remember being at a meeting that we held here too. And you talked a lot about how like you appreciate that you're in a place to just be able to, I, I'm totally paraphrasing and probably don't remember that well, but like, like that you were able to like be in a position to crush life. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it, I, I remember you saying crushing it specifically. Yeah. And I remember, <laughs> and I remember thinking like, God, that's so, that's so what I want to get to a point to where I'm able to, if I can actually get there, you know what yeah, I mean? Just no. the confidence with, with you, were, which you were able to say that because like I had no confidence coming in here. Like, you no, know,
3: it's wild. Like, uh, I was thinking about some different stuff since I knew I was doing this for the week, but it, it's like, I am... I have more on my plate and I'm handling more both professionally and personally now than I ever have in my entire life like I've told a million people this but like sobriety and like the therapy that goes with it in this place um, has like unleashed my like superpowers I feel like it just brought all those good traits and I'm using them for good now or all those skills and abilities that I have and I'm using them for good now instead of mm-hmm. like stealing you know like evil yeah. Yeah. yeah um but it's funny that you say that because uh like I talk about like kind of a bigger ego a, well just conf, I'll, I'll I'll be nice to myself and call it confidence <laughs> okay. um yeah uh but that was one of the things that I like uh I kind of had trouble with in the beginning here or just in general in life in general yeah, is like other people's no, that's other people's, like, self-esteem issues or, like, confidence issues. Because even when I shouldn't have had confidence, I, I was. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. My dad, I didn't find this out until I was a couple months into the program, but my brother was like, "Do you know that for a couple months there, dad called you the most the most confident homeless person he's ever met in his life? <laughs> so, like, that's what's cool about life now. It's, like, it's not just all bravado. There's, yeah. like, facts and, like... Yeah. Uh, you know, like real stuff to back it up. And like, it's like earned confidence and it's gone from just like a bravado to like pride now. It's like a a real transition into like something authentic rather than just like a deck of cards that I built up in my head and like not allowing me to change or grow in my own head because I'm like, oh, I'm fine. Well, you know, you're not.
0: (laughs) Well, that's the problem with faking it till you make it. Yeah. Like I think I think the problem with using that phrasing, like it does work technically, but there's some work you have to do right. in that faking yeah. it part to get to the making it side of things.
3: It's a phase. It's not a, it's not a, yeah. a lifelong thing. It's right. not a,
0: you can't literally you can't just always, be faking yeah, it forever. Like you yeah. actually have to pony up some effort and like yeah. put in some work to like get to the making it part. So many
3: people don't understand that part though. <laughs> it's crazy. Like I was thinking about, uh, that too is like sometimes I undersell or, like, how much work this has been, or not yeah. sometimes, I always kind of undersell how much work this has been. Um, because I've just become, or like, you just become used to the grind yeah. and, like, and that's a good thing. Like, like self-growth is just who I am, part of who I am, who I want to yeah. be now. So, like, it's just, while it's become just everyday life, it's still a lot of work. It's a lot of work to give a crap instead of, yeah. like, just not giving Mm -hmm. a crap like you did before and just Mm -hmm. like letting life happen yeah um and sometimes it's rewarding and sometimes it just kind of goes by the wayside but like you're still striving for that next super rewarding goal yeah but so many people
2: just don't um aren't willing to do the work so how did you go from being like the most confident homeless man to like (laughs) to like to like having the the ego deflation necessary to like walk through the doors here Uh,
3: straight desperation so
2: uh, like I said
3: I got fired from a job for embezzlement Why uh, the air quotes? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably, yeah, it actually wasn't about something. So no air quotes necessary, I guess. Um,
0: well, I think but, embezzlement comes with a certain. Yeah, like- no,
3: it wasn't. Oh, okay. It wasn't cool embezzlement. It was like <laughs> I was stealing booze and cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. so I, I wasn't like insider trading or anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, I had a court date. I lost my job obviously i had one month to get out of my apartment because they were kicking me out and i yep. didn't have any money my court day lined up exactly with the last day of my apartment stay and my mom had been leaving these guide and light brochures by me wherever she saw me because one of her friends sons went through the program too oh. um and that christmas so this is right before christmas my dad was like you know, we can't have you around here anymore. We don't even want you for the holidays. Like that was like the hardest thing to hear. Um, They're like, it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. Like the more that you're around, like we know things aren't good. We know this, all that. But like when we see you, it just brings it all up. So like I had nowhere to go. Number one, um, I didn't have to do jail or anything for it. I got uh, part of my probation. I was like, all right, well, what if I go into this program or I'm going into this program anyways? They're like, okay, well, we'll give you this deal. Like, we'll suspend your sentencing for six months. You come back and you've completed that first part of this program. Then we'll consider your stuff all dropped. But that wasn't really the reason because I I still didn't have a place to live. So, like, I still needed to wait to get, like, sober for, like, another week or so until I could come in here. But, yeah, I just had no no options no place to go nobody else to take me in and yeah. uh couch serving wasn't getting this out. Mm-hmm. so i just figured let's give this a whirl either uh i'm gonna come here give it my all either it's gonna work and that's gonna be awesome or i'm gonna give it my all and it doesn't work and then i can say to everybody see i told you so right oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah. so it's probably not the most mature way to think about it or go into it i wish there was like some more like Oh, I just really wanted to get sober. And I knew this was the. place yeah, but that's usually the. Not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We've done a lot of episodes of the podcast. Yeah. That's never happened. Yeah, yeah. nobody no. has ever been like, yeah, I just really, really wanted it. It's yeah. like, no, I had nothing else. Yeah, I had no other options. Yeah,
3: so. yeah. It's um, it was just straight up, like, like I said, desperation and like no other options. And I think. If I'm being like real honest with myself, I knew for like a solid 10 years that my drug and um, alcohol addiction was the basis for my issues, whether it's depression or all this Mm -hmm. other stuff that I went through. I mean, a couple tries at like Pine Rest and stuff, and I would be kind of honest with them about my substance abuse. But like, so they put me on antidepressants and all this stuff, and I'd be... But when you're up and down off pills and booze, you don't yeah, give yeah. those not things a chance I had at the all. exact same problem, like, yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, well, it's probably just depression. It's, it's I'm totally. definitely not going to look at the huge elephant in yeah, the room. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm going five days in a row with, like, 200 milligrams of Adderall and yeah. then I don't have it all of a sudden yeah. and I'm like sad and grumpy. Yeah. I I got <laughs>
2: diagnosed bipolar because I was just like I don't know I yeah, just I have these, these mood swings yeah, and it's too. like no it's because I'm an amphetamine addict and I'm an alcoholic. The exact same thing, dude, the exact same thing.
3: So yeah, that was um that was crazy to I still look back at things and you know like you think of how crazy you know you look at life, but, uh, I was pretty high functioning for a long time there until like the last six months. Well, yeah. A year before I came in here, um, I was pretty high functioning and like, because I worked my ass off at my jobs and like was productive in that reason it like gave me no reason to really like dig into myself like I felt like oh things will just get better things will just get better Um, but they didn't and they don't and it just like snowballs so much into so many different levels
0: it's interesting like and I think we've talked about this before I don't know if it was on the podcast or not but it's it's interesting when you start thinking about what is a problem yeah Mm -hmm. and most of the time people don't see things as a problem until it's like now i now i don't have a job or, yeah you know it's like jobs homelessness and like maybe a relationship you gravitate like, to
3: those like easiest problems to maybe fix like yeah uh, yeah no my life's in shambles but if i just go to the gym once a week <laughs> or oh, something totally. you know we that gotta, gotta, it's yeah. all fixed or like, oh, yeah. like you know with the, with the uh, psychiatric help or whatever that yeah. I saw it forever. Oh, I guess, I guarantee I'm just like one right medication away totally. from, from yeah. being yep. fine.
0: Then mm-hmm. everything uh, else. Yeah. Then I won't need any of this other yeah. stuff. It'll yeah. just work itself
2: out. Right. It's crazy. <laughs> and for me, it turned into a thing, too, where it's like, well, if I just stop drinking mm-hmm. and yeah. I can keep doing it, I I'll, I'll, I'll keep taking my Xanax mm-hmm. and my Adderall and my, you know, smoking yeah. weed and... It's like the like as long thing. as I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> as long as I take the alcohol out of the equation, though, then it'll all fix itself. You yeah. Know? <s narrowing> get on the right medication. I, I struggled with that for a long time. I've just like, this has to be, you know, there must be, because you're just obsessed with finding you're, you're like, you're obsessed with finding any way around having to do any actual work. Exactly. You know, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Which is so much more work. I mean, not so it much is. more work, it's, but it, it's it, just it, as it, much it work. Yeah. yeah.
3: Like to really yeah. try to be finagling the system and finagling your own mind and yeah. like convincing yourself yeah. and like, other people and all this whereas like if you're legitly trying to get help or help yourself you know from the inside out yeah
0: it's just a different <laughs> kind of hard
3: it's a, it is a i talk way about different. this with
0: friends all the time too because like you know i don't know just living is hard right, right? Mm-hmm. like right living and and like making decisions and and trying to work through trauma because we all have some amount yeah. like you know working through all that stuff it's hard yeah but it's also hard to try and ignore it yeah. and pretend mm-hmm. it's not happening and just like be miserable all the time. Like yeah. that's hard too. It's just a different, it's a different kind of hard. And some people don't even know how to do that. Like I didn't have no. anyone in my life that could teach me how to like work with my trauma in a positive way. Yeah. Like in my family way we of saying get busy,
3: Yeah.
0: that's it yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. work more, work harder, like get more hobbies, like do yeah. more things and just ignore it. Yeah. And that never worked. No. (laughs) Like it worked for a while and then then it doesn't. And then you have to make a decision to like figure out how to do all of the other things, you know, and ask for help to do the other things.
3: It's crazy with that or like this constant like what this place has instilled in me, like this constant drive to get better, you know, each day or like, you know, which is it's all a good thing, but it's freaking exhausting. And there's some times Mm -hmm. where I've been like, I just want to not care for like a day or so mm, like yeah. but i don't want those days to turn into two, you know two days and then a yeah. week and stuff so like it is taxing to like yeah. want better for yourself or like want growth for yourself at all times yeah um because it even though you know in your head you're thinking you do it at all times you're not acknowledging those times when you're, oh you're just staring at tv for two hours like okay that was that was the time that you were just asking for yeah uh, like acknowledge <laughs> it and recognize it and then yeah okay when it's go time it's go time yeah but I, yeah there's been a few times where i'm like man i just want to i have a uh, a person my friend uh friend group that they're just happy doing what they are they're they're going to be at the same job forever they're never going to try to get a promotion they're going to do this and but they're fine doing. They're they're they. Well, they seem fine. And
0: I wish so, I could be that person but sometimes. Yeah,
3: they're <laughs> just <laughs>
1: thinking. I'm kind of envious like, of those I people. I have a it's, few friends like that. It's you know? pretty like, wild, mm-hmm. and
3: you know, but that's not who I am. I yeah. know deep down, like I've had a job like that before. I've Man. had that before, and it left me shallow. It left me empty or shallow. You know, like just yeah. didn't have the the same feeling all I'm a bitch everybody. about being busy or all this all the time. like that's what <laughs> I want. that's what yeah. that's where I get my myself validation and all that stuff from so yeah. yeah
0: what were you gonna say?
1: I was just gonna say it seems to be a common thread. I know I talk to a lot of people in addiction, obviously, and uh, some that are admittedly in recovery and some who probably should be. and the, the thing that I hear a lot is that, that constant validation is what they need. um, I need it, too. It's almost like... I don't want to use a cliche that nothing's ever good enough, but it's almost like that. I have this compulsion to always need something more in my life, or something to work for, or a promotion, a better job. For me,
3: like, a lot of my... Drinking or drugging, and two, like it'd be days that I felt fine, mm-hmm. but I'd be like, I could feel super fine, yeah, it could be yeah. even better. Yeah. It could always be even better. It could, yeah. always, you know, like even when I had a bunch of pills or something, like and I felt great or like was on a high or whatever, like I could feel even better. I mean, that's like the straight up addict mentality right yeah. there. Like that's it gets you overdosing and whatnot, too. But like, yeah. I'm still using the, I guess, those addict mentalities to try to, like, yeah direct that sort of energy that's in my brain already towards the right mm-hmm. things now. Yeah. But it's crazy how exactly like you said, you just, it could be better or it could do more, it could be yeah.
1: I'm just as addicted to self achievement as I ever was drugs or alcohol. Yeah. So
3: it's just it's
1: very easy to placate yeah. one with the other. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. sometimes it's about choose. It's like, like people always say, choose your heart. And it's like, choose your what well, is kind of choosing your heart, right? Like, addiction is hard. Self growth or you know self-development is hard like choose where your energy is going to go you have the energy it's already in you right clearly it's not going away right (laughs) so use it for whatever you want to use it for pick something that feels better right you know
3: or doesn't have the guilt associated with it at least you know like it doesn't feel as bad then maybe you know like
0: yeah That's true. Sometimes the choices really are between like, it's not even about feeling good or better. It's just not feeling worse. Yeah,
1: exactly.
2: Yeah.
0: That's what's kind of boring. Like Doug talks about this sometimes too, like the boring part, I guess, of sobriety that like, isn't in the pamphlets and Mm. doesn't sound fun. It's like sometimes it is just choosing the the part that doesn't suck as bad.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Like managing the B game. Oh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: sports reference.
2: I didn't come up with that. Oh. That was Michael Ryan, believe it or not. Oh,
0: <laughs> that does actually sound like something yeah, he would say that checks out.
2: He's capable of insight. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Those are my, those were, that was my exact same thought when he said that. I was like, damn, that's pretty good. <laughs> that was good.
0: <laughs> you have to tell him to write that one down. Yeah. Make sure he, he uses that again.
2: Yeah. He's, he's, he says it. Oh good. Yeah, I've heard him say it a couple times.
1: Well, you and I have talked about too though for so long, you know, especially in addiction and you talked about being high functioning. You own, you get used to this state of chaos. Oh yeah. yeah, right. I mean, I almost don't know what to do without it sometimes. Yeah. I have to be careful I don't start making decisions that add chaos to my life just yeah. for the sake of it. Cuz yeah. it is, you know, sometimes I sit at home on the couch and I watch TV for 2 hours and it's not very relaxing. No, <laughs> no I know. feel it's, you there. Yeah, yeah. I'm
3: like, yeah. I, I have totally this battle going there. on. Like I yeah. should
1: be doing something else. I have no chaos in my yeah. life, and I'm not content. You know? Yeah. It's, Why can't
3: know. I just shut this off right mm-hmm. now, just to enjoy or just be for a second? Yeah, it's tough doing that. Still, like mm-hmm. that's what, so. I have a, a nine-month-old son at home, and um, that's what's cool about about him is. Like, I can, like, it's just everything else just shuts off. It's like, I can just be in, like, time doesn't matter then. And, like, work, I mean, work still matters because I still get texts and emails and questions <laughs> stuff. but yeah. that's fine. But, like, I, he doesn't even talk yet or anything like that, but it's just, like, a uh, a mind stopper for me. It's just, like, me and him, me and my wife, it's just, uh, like, a am present right then with him um and it 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 just shuts it off for a little bit and that's pretty cool. That is Super really cool. cool.
0: Finding something like that for you. My yeah. therapist gave me homework to try and be and it was the most just frustrating homework. Yeah, no, <laughs> Sorry, no, <Yeah. laughs> that is not. And then it
3: adds to your chaos, too. So you're solving two things then. You get to sure. be and you get more chaos. And right. it just yeah. works This out.
0: sounds like great advice for you. Oh, yeah.
3: Because yeah, they're not
0: talking to me. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah not, not, hashtag not a mother. But I would <laughs>
1: argue that's one of the most challenging parts. I mean, yes, you yeah. have to go to meetings and yes, uh, of recovery. You know, you go to meetings, you give back to the community, you sponsor someone at some point you work with your sponsor like it's a very set rhetoric for what you need to do the hardest part for me sometimes is just learning how to be yeah how do i just be content being me in a room alone and that's that quiet is deafening sometimes (laughs) you look so stressed out (laughs) are you connecting with us, Doug?
2: (laughs) tell me about it man i know
0: it's so hard, you know, I mean, it's
2: weird but when you're here. It's amazing that I was able to I mean, one of the great advantages I had of being here is like, Oh, no cell phone, no connection to like, like, there's just ABC and D. That's all you have to worry about. Um, there's no distracting, like, I think the the best thing about me coming coming here for treatment was, uh, well, one, I didn't have to pay for it, but, but like, like it just gave me the opportunity to just put everything on pause and like find out that I'm actually capable because that was my biggest fear always when I was out drinking and drugging. Is like, I cannot face what's in my head, like without numbing it. So like to, to be able to show myself the opportunity to be able to show myself evidence that like, oh, I can like face my demons inside of me without like, as as i am on my own and i don't freak out and die or try to kill myself or anything like that and like okay well if that's possible then maybe you know if i was able to do that for four months maybe i can keep doing it you know and, well
3: that's a, I was thinking about that on the way over <laughs> is that this place does is it gives you well, for me it gave me the chance to give like sobriety a real shot yeah, because right. before then I'd go a couple weeks or even a few, a couple months, if, a couple times. Be like, oh, I don't feel amazing. This is stupid. Yeah, I'm totally, yeah. Mm-hmm. totally. Well, I wasn't doing any other work with it. I was just sober. Yeah. Um, but that's why uh, it hit me when I was when I was here and we're going to outside meetings and I'd see people around my, really anybody who would, who was just kind of new to sobriety like we were, um, but that was coming to meetings and staying sober without having a place like this, like, they were still living real life and trying to do this at the same time. And I was like, holy crap, man, like, yeah, this is tough enough, you know, right now in a controlled environment. These people are still out there on their own, uh, you know, on their own uh, merit coming here to try to do this. And there was a few people that like kind of rode the same wave along that I did as far as months and we'd get like our chips around the same time and stuff like that. And I'm like, wow, man, this and I said it to a few of them. I was like, this is just like it's impressive. Like, yeah, you know, anybody gets sober is impressive. But like and I'm not trying to downplay that like our sobriety is like easier by any means, but it's freaking crazy that some people can do this. I don't know
2: how anybody does ever does it without rehab. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My sponsor just like, he just went to he I don't think he's ever been to treatment. He just like one day he had enough and he went to a meeting and then that was that. And I'm just like, how the hell does that work? Yeah, how did you, you know do what I mean?
0: that?
1: When I hear people talk about, though, like I was in and out of the program for like seven years before I got sober, like yeah. that would have been me without this place for sure. Yeah. yeah,
0: so interesting. Well, and it made me think of when you were talking about the bravado and yeah. like when that's truly fake. Right when it's truly like there's no substance to it, yeah. it's a hundred percent an act. And then for you having it not be an act anymore, right? Like, sure, there's a little bit of it that's played up a little bit because right. that's more fun, right? Right. But yeah. when there is actually substance to that, is such an important moment, I think.
3: Yeah, when you realize that there's substance yeah. to it, um, because for those first few months or whatever, you're building some of that substance. Mm-hmm. Um, but you may not realize it yet. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, there's been moments where, where you like realize you're like, wow, I'm not full of crap anymore. (laughs) Right. Um, This
0: actually is deeper. One of
3: those moments was, uh, when I first got a job outside of here and I was closing down, it was like my first week and I'm closing the bakery and I was counting the money at the end of the night. I was like, Look at this! Holy <laughs> yeah, shit! Embezzling time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> embezzling time! Embezzlement yeah. time! No, you're right. yeah, exactly. here no, I am. Yeah, exactly. Here I am, six months away from that charge, right, yeah. and like I'm, I'm trusted to the money. I yeah. I yeah. interviewed well enough, and I did this. And I got this job, yeah. and now I'm trustworthy enough. And I don't want to. I don't want to let myself down. I don't want to let them down. Right. So like, you build on these small, like. As much as depression and suckiness can snowball, yeah, sure. like success can snowball or yeah. like achievements can snowball. It's like you're just building that those things either way it can go. So it was cool to start to see those building blocks going the right direction instead of yeah. like just spiraling out of control. I'm spiraling more in, into control and yeah. like into like who I really am and yeah. who I want to be. So like those small victories like at the time like you kind of think of it and you're like oh yeah it's pretty cool and then you like as i start to compile them in my head like when when like i have something like this coming up and i start to think like some of like the the big moments in my sobriety and stuff like that and yes like getting married and having a baby and stuff like that or like getting promotions at work and all this is pretty cool but there's some of those like smaller like inner victories that you like deep down know like true how much they meant or like how different it was, like how you felt before and how you feel now. is like a a definite comparison. You know exactly what happened inside of you. Yeah. To really measure yourself up against. And those, those have been some of the coolest things for sure.
0: Yeah. I always think those are so interesting. Like whenever I'm working with coaching clients and, and coaching the guys here, like I really challenge them to look for those because I think it's easy quote unquote, to see like a promotion or a big, you know, getting married, like, you know, being a parent, that kind of thing. It's, it's like easy to see those, but they're not always as deeply impactful as some of those moments of Mm -hmm. like those things where you're like, I showed up in a completely different way to this situation. And not only did I show up in a completely different way, but that was the I almost missed it. Yeah, I almost didn't even notice that I showed up in a different way because that has become
3: who you are now. Right? Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. yeah, I totally. It's <laughs> it's exactly right. It's it. There's been quite a few of those little things where like because you can deeply remember exactly how you felt when you did it the wrong way. Yeah, like you know, if you really think about it, and then like to see it done the right way, or like that inner success or like straight up yeah. side by side comparison you can only only you can do right. cuz you're the only one who really knows how you felt at those both those times is yeah. is sweet is yeah
0: it's crazy and seeing them is a little bit harder yeah. like you know that's why yeah. i think birthdays or anniversaries of things like like sobriety dates and that kind of thing i think they're really important
3: yeah like the holidays are really important for me yeah mm-hmm.
0: So like yeah. being able to look back and like pull from those moments, like I think it sounds weird, but sometimes my Facebook memories do this to me. Yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'll have posts that pop up and like I kind of forget about them and then it'll come up and I'm like, oh yeah, I I know exactly who that girl was when she yeah. wrote that status. It's like, yeah, it's
3: a different, like, oh, different version of yeah. you or a different person almost.
0: It does feel like a different, I was talking to somebody about that. They were like, it sounds like I'm talking about a different personality. And I'm like, yeah. I feel like they're different versions. Like, they are kind of different people in a yeah. sense, you know? But I remember her. Yeah. I remember being her. And now I can't imagine that anymore in a weird way, but yeah. I can, like, remember that. And those, they make me really emotional sometimes. Oh, like, yeah. they get to me because it's so much deeper than just, like... Well, it gets not to just, me. but...
1: It gets to me, too. I think about, like, one of the other things that I really struggle with is... Who am I? You know, I think yeah. about before, I was so full of crap, and I didn't have very good morals, and I lied a lot, and I had all these things where I didn't know who I was, and now... I still don't have a great answer for that, but where I started is I have these morals or these values or whatever you want to call it that that kind of define me and how I want to live my life. And when I have success where I've acted in line with those values, that's the victory for me. Right. You know, I was true to my integrity. I didn't lie. I did this on merit rather than bullshit.
3: Yeah, that's it. Saying stuff, anything that I've learned here or the basics that I've learned here give me the best chance for success. They don't guarantee success. Mm -hmm. They give me the best chance to be successful inside and outside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Um, then
0: you have to pick those every time. You have to
3: pick. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's like, I don't know. Sometimes I'm kind of annoying with like people in my circle because I do call them out every time somebody is just like, oh, well, it worked out. And I'm like annoyingly not allowing of that. Yeah. But it's, it's because like, I know how often we like discount our own, like, oh, you know, it just worked out. No, it didn't. Yeah. You picked that. Like you had to work so hard to make those decisions and have those be the decisions. Or you to make convinced out.
3: you, or you did all the work yeah. to convince yourself it worked out. Like, <laughs> did it really work out? You yeah. honestly wanted it to? Yeah. Like that's, yeah. <laughs> like once you get into that, like therapy or like, yeah, like coaching type realm or thinking that they provide here for you and like build it in. Like, it's just so ingrained in my head now that like, (laughs) like we were talking about earlier, it can be kind of exhausting. Yeah, Uh, like, Mm -hmm. that same stuff can be kind of exhaust. It's it's kind of crazy. Like, Mm -hmm. that's why I always I'll come down here whenever I possibly can. This is like my clubhouse because it's like literally these people speak the same language as Mm -hmm. I do. and that was a that was a little intimidating going out into the into the real world to have you because yeah. um, people a lot of people aren't used to or <laughs> ready for that level of honesty or depth. I know. I know. like I wasn't like spouting like crazy like uh, getting like disciplines every, at everybody yeah. or anything like that. But like. They're like, whoa, this is kind of like, I think I was a little too intense
2: for some people like getting a little deeper than they wanted to get maybe. And you get taken back a little bit when somebody like doesn't have basic like senses of like boundaries or uh, or, you know, or um, or self-compassion or like, you know, and stuff like that. Or, or just full of excuses. Like oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> that yeah, it,
3: it's, uh, I'm like, I'm pre- you're pretty heavy victim playing right yeah. here, there. But yeah, when I, um, <laughs> one thing
2: that always gets me because I think it's because it's one of those, you spot it, you got it type of things, because it's something I that held me back a lot was is when people um, are like, yeah, as long as I get this done is like, yeah, so what a way to put it is you have a plan for where you're going to be in your future. And you're like basing all of your sort of like self-worth based on this hypothetical future that you're mm. going to create for yourself as yeah. opposed to just living in the moment, I I like to call it like you're borrowing your ego that you get from like <laughs> yeah. the thing right. that you, yeah, yeah. the thing that you're going to do in the future. Like, yeah. and like after, after I make my first million or something like that, <laughs> it's like, well, you haven't taken any of the steps to begin to do that. Right. You're just you know you're just like you're just acting like you are there now or whatever yeah that's a great way to put it living Mm -hmm. off a borrowed ego is like perfect yeah Mm -hmm. which is just something i just did all the time so like i that's why it kind of bothers me the most because i do it a lot Mm -hmm. you know and i try to catch myself when i do that but
0: because there's like Acting as if is kind of like, they talk about it in manifestation a lot, yeah. but it's also mm-hmm. like when you're trying to set goals and meet goals and stuff, acting as if you have accomplished your goal is part of how you're on that journey to do it. Sure. However, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally, you actually yeah. have to take steps. Yeah, well, yeah that's yeah, where yeah. it
3: takes some yeah, self-awareness. Right. <laughs> am, I, am I actually doing any of yeah. this? Yeah, because no. that's
0: like, I see a lot of people talking about like, well, I'm acting as if, and I'm like, nah, you're just acting. Like yeah. the as if part isn't there. Like mm-hmm. you're just acting right yeah. now, and it, there's nothing... You're not backing it up with any real, like, blood, sweat, and tears. You're just...
3: No, that's why, like, goal building, like, we worked on it here before and stuff is, like, there's steps to it. It's not just, like... a here I am. That's my goal. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, that's my goal. Yes. But boom, 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 boom. How many right. steps are there in between that I need to mark off as I go? And then I can feel the accomplishment on each one of those steps, too. So it, it yes. works out for even more, I think, because then you yeah. get the small goals, too, that you get a sense of accomplishment, yeah. too. But you're also building towards like, a,
0: yeah, actually yeah. doing it, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. actually doing the work. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's funny. Mm hmm. Anything else? <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. Are, are we good? I think well, we're good. Yeah. Anything sure. else? We can be good. No, great job, yet. guys. Thank sure. you. Yeah. Uh, thanks for being here today, yeah. by the well way. Done, Andy. I know, especially because of the weather. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Having to get down here. Mm. So we really appreciate yeah, it. For and sure. thank you for filling in. Thank oh, you, Nick. You did, did uh, great. Was great. Thanks. You just yeah, jumped great. right in.
2: Oh, it was nice getting to know you a little yeah, bit better. You too, man. For sure.
0: And thank you for being
2: here. What's your. uh? Fantasy football team name? Uh, Are you sure? (laughs) Uh, Let me see your TDs. Nice. You mean (laughs) touchdowns, right? Come on. (laughs) That's all it means. It doesn't mean I don't know. Okay. I did not get it. No, I didn't say it right the first time. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. Get your mind out of the gutter.
3: I did.
0: I also don't get.
3: There's always fun puns with
2: fantasy football team names. What's your team name called? Nick? Go Belichick yourself. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> sure. right. I
0: get it. Okay. Uh-huh. I don't have a fantasy league. How are so... the
2: Patriots doing this year? Mm. It's a rebuild.
1: Mm. Yeah. I just like Bill Belichick. I don't really care about the Patriots. I like them too. By the way, friendly jab, your team should see a few more touchdowns. Do better in the I league. I know.
3: <laughs> just too I started weird. out 5-0, and and now I'm 6-4. and yeah. I Oh.
0: I just saw... Um,
2: the cause... Packers win last night? No, no they lost. That
3: was a oh.
1: brutal What was the score? I don't remember.
2: Uh, I got to run.
1: All right. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Bye, guys. All right.
0: Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for being here. Oh, yeah.